Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games. Hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselo. We're here chopping it up. With me as always, we got Ben Vanell. Hey Tommy, it's great to be here. I've got a, a bottle of water in front of me mm-hmm. and a couple of friends by my sides. I'm going to move this back from the edge because I don't like how precarious that placement is. That was, really was my emotions. <laughs> that was my emotional <laughs> uh, state. Just um, before you looked at your watch yes, and then you got a, a very kind of Crinkled look on your face. Crinkled. Yeah, you kind of like it was. It was. It was like you were doing a De Niro impression at your watch. What was going on there? What did you see? What was it about the current time? Siri, are you talking to me? <laughs> is what I was doing. No, I got a message. I got a message on Hinge. Oh. I was trying to. I was trying to read it. <laughs> and I was like, "What does that mean?" Interesting. Please leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Your account has been shut down because you uh, were too horny, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would be a reason. My name's Adam Knox. Yeah. Also joining us is Adam. That's me. Not on Hinge, not on Bumble, but I like to fumble. What's wrong with a rhyming joke? <laughs> <laughs> well, you've listed two. You should probably go through all of them and state Tinder that you're not Grindr. on Tinder Grinder. Uh, okay, Cupid. Okay, Cupid. Tinder grinder. I don't mind her. Clouds. <laughs> sky. Sky. Cloud. Something. Skyward blue, sword. Blue. Something. Oh, Ashley Madison. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should get on that. Maybe I'd have better results on <laughs> Ashley Madison. That's like. Is that no? That is that. You had to. You, you have to be you, rich. You're, no. You're, or you're you trying. You're to, trying to cheat. You're a married man. Oh, okay, yeah. right. Yeah, and uh, or a woman trying to hook up with a married man, or a married yeah. woman. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it was both. Yeah, but I think it was specifically for um, dalliances. Is that the word? <laughs> I think a, a dalliance d- is like a. It's not necessarily. Uh, it doesn't have to be cheating. Uh, yeah, but is it like it's like an accidental sideways move, right? I shouldn't have used a word what? I don't know. What do you mean? No, 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 no. A dalliance is maybe like a brief, um, inconsequential thing. Right. A da- I, th- okay. I think. I'm going to look it up. Just for a little dalliance. Mm-hmm. Dalian sh- is a major city and seaport in the <laughs> south of uh, Liaoning Province, China. Okay, so it's that. So yeah. it's like you fuck someone in that city, oh, in that province. Exactly. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Uh, a just hitting someone up on Hinge. Care for a little dalliance? <laughs> oh, okay, man. yeah. Well, I don't know if I I'm can really afford... I'm actually pro-Hong Kong, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's a casual, romantic, or sexual relationship. Right. Okay. Even though I didn't know it in the front of my brain, my subconscious had that word ready to go. Mm. <laughs> so no strings attached. No strings, that's, yeah. That's the, over, that's the overwhelming vibe Brief of the casual. phrase dalliance. Mm. The first okay. 30 to 40 minutes of any film where two friends begin to fuck. Right. Before it gets complicated. Right. Friends with benefits. Mm-hmm. Um, no strings attached. No strings, strings attached. Yep. Yep. It's complicated. Well, it's not that complicated. <laughs> it's pretty simple. I just laid it all out. <laughs> I like that though. I like, I got to say, I think of all the terms for that specific kind of relationship with a person, I think dalliance is certainly the most classy. Mm. You don't Better like fuck like... buddy? <laughs> <laughs> you don't like fuck buddy? That's a, there's a comma between the fuck and the buddy. Oh, well, my answer to both of those questions is no. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Loud and wow. clear, a resounding no from me. Dalliance would be a good name for a classy app for brief sexual encounters. Right. Yeah. Dalliance, download now. Okay. And then delete in like three weeks. Sure, yeah. Maybe four or five different times. And then the fifth one, you're like, well, yeah, maybe right. I should commit. Maybe all of these were bad. Yes. <laughs> you know what I don't like is like, I feel like all those dating apps at a certain point, they they start to introduce a new tab where you can search for just like, Friends, I think oh, Bumble even yeah, now has like a right. business. It's like got yeah. like part LinkedIn. It does kind of vibe, yeah. which is just like 
I kind of get like, oh, well, you, you know, you want to broaden the horizons of the app and mm. not just be focusing on people who are single. And maybe there's also an element where they're a bit like they start to feel a bit gross that they're trading purely in these like, you know, hookups and, yeah. and people kind of getting fucked over or their hearts broken or whatever. But it's just like... Don't no try ever. and hedge your bets like that. No one ever gets fucked over in business. I was yeah. going to say, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the least moral one of all. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like, but you you getting a job and like being hired through a dating app is mm. like, I don't know, <laughs> yeah. pretty fucking weird. What's that one that was like specifically for people who thought they were 10 out of 10s? Oh, Do you remember right. there was that app where it was like, you have to be the hottest, richest motherfucker to be uh, on here? Fire? Yeah, is that uh, maybe that's the fire festival? Yeah, no, I am thinking of the fire festival. <laughs> was it for hot people or was it for rich people? It well, was for like all around tens, right? Okay. It was implied that they have to be hot, right? But they were mainly just saying like it's for successful people, right? I feel like they're two separate sure. things, though. I feel mm. like there's a really hot person one, and then I feel like there's also maybe there's also like a super rich oh, one. There was a, isn't there a social network for people from private schools only? Facebook. <laughs> Uh, but that yeah, that probably. was one that came around the same time I think as well. Yeah, I believe it's like, called the Facebook. Uh, <laughs> the only uh, the private schoolboy app you're only allowed to the, you, it automatically posts fuck women every single day. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's all that happens on it. You just sign up and then it does it automatically for you. Yeah, and automatically likes everyone else's. It also shows what AFL club you end up playing for. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and to anyone who wants to you know accuse us of being wildly off topic <laughs> at the very outset of the podcast we're talking tech okay yeah, this is an app. these are apps mm. we're in the wheelhouse of yes. what the podcast is meant to be about so to get off our asses dating is the most complicated and unwinnable game of all <laughs> sure except when you do win it yeah yeah but even when you win it you die at some point so at the end <laughs> or like well, even worse they die before you yeah. no that's better because then they don't have to watch you die. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel like in this particular game that I'm playing, I've been hitting the side so much that I've gotten a big tilt up on the screen. Just <laughs> yes. Abusing myself. This is not within the rules. This is an unhealthy <laughs> level that you're doing this. I keep unlocking Uber Eats mode. I don't know how I'm doing it. <laughs> um, so what we didn't get to last week yes. um, was that you boys went to PAX a couple mm. of weekends ago. What mm-hmm. feels like forever ago now. Yes. Uh, to me and presumably our listeners <laughs> when they hear this 24 hours after I'm saying it feels like a long time ago to me. Yes. Luckily, all, uh, pretty much all of the games we saw weren't out at the time. Yep. Like I Call of Duty and was The Outer Worlds even there? I don't remember anything. Uh, Maybe I just ignored it because I knew it was out really soon. Yeah, I don't remember. I didn't play anything. Right. Um, but what was I watched a bunch of footage from Cyberpunk. Yep. Uh, and I watched some people play Final Fantasy VII, which isn't out. So they're the two things that aren't out. Yeah. Um, Final Fantasy VII being not out is one of the craziest <laughs> sentences still. Like, I struggle with remakes. I don't know what's wrong with me. What else did I see there? <laughs> it's nice that you went to really, like, broaden your scope of things you're excited about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, did a l- I walked around for ages. I yeah. saw, um, what is it called? Unpacking? It's an indie game where it's about unpacking. Yeah. Your belongings into a new house. Oh, did you post? You posted something about yeah, that. Maybe? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. looks cool. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. does. Um, I, yeah, I walked around a lot, like the indie Being area. A lot. Very interested in that game. Ironically, leaves there a lot to be unpacked about what that says about you. <laughs> <laughs> well, so our friend Tim Clark was also at PAX the day that I was. Right. And he, uh, he, I messaged him, and he was about to. He was doing a show there, and I was like, "Oh, have you seen anything? Is there anything you want to see? Maybe we can meet up afterwards." And he was like. I mean, I really want to see that unpacking game. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a personality type. House Flipper is fucking mm. awesome and it's the same sort of itch yeah, that right. scratching. I'm 100% going to... Totally. Yeah. But that looked cool. That has been the thing I've really enjoyed the couple of times I've gone is walking around that like indie area. You mm. see like two people posted up with this like incredibly small little stand, this game that they've clearly just made themselves mm, and it's yeah. like such a labour of love and... Yeah, that's that sort of stuff is really exciting to me. But everything else, like as we've discussed previously on the show in past years when we've gone, the waiting in line for hours and mm. hours and hours is just brutal. Well, I got there. There was a little period of time where press only mm-hmm. on the Friday morning. Yeah, which is a bit I went to, which was a lot up, nicer. Right, the little hat with the little card. In yeah, the yeah, brim. yeah. Excuse me, Mister <laughs> Mao. Uh, and I stayed. there I want for pictures a bit. of the new Spider-Man game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> the big flash bulb. Uh, I yeah stayed there for a bit. Yeah, as the show started a bit, a lot of people started flooding in. And I went, eh. and then left right before Shannon Knoll showed up to oh, announce yeah. that he's got a. It was it League of Legends team that he's going to be. Yeah. Or just a general, maybe I can't remember. He's involved in esports in some way now. I think it was League of Legends. Was that that would have been on one of the big stages on the yeah. floor? Yeah, it was like one of the first things that happened. It was at like nine forty a.m. or so, or yeah, at like ten right. forty a.m. Something. We got emailed about this again today from mm. those people. Like another, like a an email that's just gone out to like a. This wasn't like personalized. Yeah, but it's like man, they are desperate for people to be talking about this. So Shannon Knoll thing. If you're not from Australia, Shannon Knoll is he came second in the first series of Australian Idol. Uh, a lot of people thought he should have come first. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of controversy at the time. I think it was a really close. Yes. Uh, thing. It was post Bush, so people were already like up. Ah. <laughs> Hail to the thief. Yeah. And the Electoral College of Australian Idol is corrupt. So since then, he's punched people in strip clubs. Yeah. Had like three or four good songs. Well, yeah. The the first one was like a cover of a classic Australian ballad. Sure. And then the rest were basically also covers. They were just rewritten and called something else. What was that? What was his first big one? What what about me? What about me? Yep, yep, yep. And then I got a big black shiny car. Yeah, yeah. And did he do working class man as or well? Probably. Yeah, I think and he did. So he plays a lot of like RSLs and you know casinos and stuff like that now. Yes. Anyway, he owns an esports team. Mm. Um, so good on him. <laughs> but yeah, saw uh, the Marvel uh, game. Oh, yep. the event. Yes, the, the Avengers, Avengers game. game. Yeah. Um, oh, not up my alley. Mm. It's a lot of. It looks like a pretty average Batman style brawler thing. At least I uh, was. On the Thor part right. of it. Yeah. I didn't spend much time there at all. Um, so there are the other characters who will play slightly differently, but it seems as though all of it is kind of average third-person shootery, third-person brawlery stuff. I watched a bit more with the other characters. And numbers are flying off of the enemies mm. and you're getting given loot and stuff after you beat them yeah. later in the game. It was just like the tutorial level they were showing off, so it wasn't really happening. The big thing that's come out this week, I think, is that it's very like kind of Destiny-ish it's kind of a, based. It's a million percent that. Right. Yeah, the Division, all of those kind of half single-player, half multiplayer sort of always online games. Which our friend Ben Russell was saying in some Facebook group that we're in with him. I believe ours. In our one? Right. Yeah. That he, um, he thinks that, yeah, that's a mistake – to have mm. it be that formula because the people that are really into those games, they've invested so much time into them that they're not that mm. like this idea that this game will be able to like grab those people over because they like that kind of thing. It's like yeah. people have invested so much into these things. They're not just going to flippantly like jump ship to a new one. And but maybe if you love Marvel, maybe that's the thing that does it for you. That's what I think, but yeah. Possibly, but also I think people are a little burned out on that style totally. of game Yeah, too. I agree. So mm. even if they are still into their one for how much long, like they're struggling to sustain their player bases, right? let alone build this whole new one on what looks like a pretty average game too. But mm. I would think not just burnt out on the style of game, but potentially burnt out on the whole kind of idea of Marvel at this point too. Well, like we've maybe. had so many movies in the, like, I think even... I think you'd be I surprised, would, Tommy. Yeah, but I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I, th- I would think even the most diehard person is at this point starting to feel a bit fatigued. At least when they Certainly are Certainly to the point of not wanting to invest hours into a game. When they are going back to the well like this too, because yeah. it's those original Avengers. Sure, it's, that's last the last... Last phase, yeah, and they were kind of. It's like it's completely unrelated to the films. They're all looking a bit different and weird. That could be the thing, because you know? yeah, my and Ben Russell made the good point of like Anthem failed. Mm. Like this, this is a dying or at least a tired format. But yeah. I really do think that there are a lot of people in the world, some of which are in our Facebook group, who are like, I will do anything that Marvel does, really right. <laughs> and I will engage right. with this and. And I will probably give them a bit more money than I would if they if it wasn't a game as a service. However, look how good Spider Man did, mm-hmm. how, and that game was great. Mm. I really wanted to see that be the start of like a PS4 fucking Marvel world, you know? Yes, have that yeah. Spider Man show up and shit. This is such a different thing. This is uh, such a thing that like people say. And look, they'll release a new kind of obscure comic book character every month. To be a new playable character in this, and sure. it'll be fine. It'll chug along. Yeah, it'll get by on the name mm-hmm. more than likely, and maybe they do know that. 
Yeah, I don't know. It didn't seem very fun. It didn't seem terrible. Yeah. But yeah. it seemed like just a real kind of time sync, no point kind right. of Right. I've watched a bit of the footage of it where you are switching characters. Yeah. And that kind of looks fun. Like, if play, they're going from yeah. like Iron Man flying around and that play style to the Hulk coming in. And uh, it, it could be good. It's I think you have to play it to know if it's good or not. They have the opportunity, as much as I don't like the format, because it's a game as a service type thing as well, that maybe May this year, next year or whatever it is that it's meant to come out, it's fine. Mm. Maybe May 2022, it's great. Yeah, yeah sure. right. Yeah. But right now it didn't look very interesting. Uh, saw Modern Warfare there as well, which is out like tomorrow. Mm. So mm-hmm. we'll talk about that next week. A lot of people looking forward to that. A lot of yeah. people I've been talking to just like at work and stuff, not intense gamers. Yeah. Are like this is the game that I remember loving and it looks better than I remember. This is the best looking one they've done in a very long time. I like mm. Black Ops 4, the one mm. from last year, uh, but it was pretty different and now is a very different thing. Like they've yeah. leaned more and more into it being like a Fortnite style copy kind of thing, mm-hmm. which isn't, uh, you know, to my tastes. Um, but this looks like, yeah, exactly what someone like me who's a dickhead for Call of Duty <laughs> stuff. <laughs> or someone want. who played Modern Warfare and hasn't really kept up with games. Yeah. Like they will be, they are apparently going in on this. Well, because Modern Warfare 2, which was like the peak of the fervor, mm-hmm. was 10 years ago. Fucking hell. Yeah, so right. it's been long enough for a like kind of nostalgic reboot yes. to be what, and that's exactly what they're doing, but they're. <laughs> Modernizing it. Oh my oh god! Boy. To the point. Oh where my god! What? What that did was, I say? No, the, the, you <laughs> said the whole you, <laughs> you said the best shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> you should have been holding your arms up in victory <laughs> as you said it. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like ten years, good. it's like probably mm. these people that they haven't maybe kept up, but you know they got fond memories of mm. cracking into a bit of this in a chair house in their mm. early twenties. Mm. I'll know. be playing a bunch of that before the next episode, so yeah, check great. back here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's, um, I think, what, mo- a bunch of games coming out before the next episode. So. Outer Worlds and then, like, that medieval remastered thing, who gives a shit? But yeah. Outer Worlds and Modern Warfare will be the big two, yep. I yes. reckon. You'll be going in on Outer Worlds, yes. I imagine. Yeah, yeah, I think it looks fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Um, anything else you saw? What was that Cyberpunk trailer? Was it one that already existed? I didn't bother sitting down to watch it because it, it was just like a little cinema setup. It's just a screen that you could sit setup. and watch. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. I, I guess think you'd have it, to line up. It might be the start of the most recent gameplay trailer, but it was more... I don't think it was as much like the narrator going like, and this is the aspect of the game where you can do this. It was more just the cinematics and the intros and stuff like right. that. It still looked cool. Yeah. Um, what else did I say? Uh, I watched mm. a bunch of esports, <laughs> right. a bunch of live esports. Neo Very Two strange. was there. Oh the yes, samurai game that oh, yeah. I always wanted to play. Mm. Dark Souls style thing. Never got around. Is it by from or is no. it right? It's just a Dark Souls esque thing. Different thing, yeah. Right. But uh, the first one, by all accounts, was good, mm. and the second one seemed good. I played a tiny bit of it. Um, Once again, from a few people I know who went the uh, the Just Dance booth, getting a yes. red hot go on people's yep. Instagrams. Yes, <laughs> look uh, at this dumb kid having a go at this game. While professional dancers make him look stupid. <laughs> <behind> yeah, <him>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dreams that PS4 thing. Oh yeah, been there, there for a couple of years yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's like technically out as well in a form. It's like a pre. Um, oh right. The Nintendo booth had like Luigi's Mansion and Pokemon and mm-hmm. stuff, which I'd spent zero time in. Mm-hmm. Again, they're in a weird place where those things are out like incredibly soon. Within the next month or yeah. something. Yeah, right? so, so it's kind of hard to... And also games... Yeah, it's, certain, it's certainly Pokemon, a style of game where it's like not really going to showcase itself no. in a quick five-minute mm. demo. And I don't think Animal Crossing was there, but same case even if it was. Cause yeah, like, oh, absolutely. I doubt it was there. Um, Doom was there Yes That was pre-delay Yeah. So that was With the assumption That it was going to be out In a month And now that's March of next year mm-hmm. Which I think is as far back As I can push it With it still being In this financial year In the US Right Because right. so that was meant to be This month They hadn't dated it right It was going to be November said... 22nd Oh really yeah. Right And Damn. now it's like March 20th or something Damn So But that yeah Looked like Doom Yeah yeah It looks great I can't wait. But a lot of stuff that's coming out before December. So really yeah. not that intriguing of a no. place to be. Did you guys eat there? No. Nah. No. Nah. Oh. It was the morning. Okay. I don't eat in the morning. I went at about <laughs> 2 p.m. and I ate beforehand. So okay. Any other fucking questions? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I saw someone eating. I saw... I don't... So I was, <laughs> Here we go. Holy shit. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I was talking to one of the... Um, 
uh, enforcers, you know, the people that help. Enforcers. Correct. Yes. About this afterwards, and they said this was not sanctioned. I witnessed an eating competition. Hell yeah. At one of the tech, boot, like one of the, it was like a motherboard company or whatever. There's like AMD and whatever, mm, and the maybe Asus, Asus has a big yeah. thing. And it yeah. might have been theirs. Uh, Wait, so hang on, this this wasn't officially sanctioned by the higher ups. Apparently, this was a this was a rogue eating contest. Apparently, yeah, I love it. Yeah, what was he eating? It was like who can eat the most hard boiled eggs? <laughs> now, if in a it was an eating something. contest, surely it was they. Yes, yeah, there was two people. Oh, okay, right, because I was going to say, did they make this one person? (laughs) Because that's just... An eating contest where there's only one contestant is like bullying someone, right? No, there was two... I was thinking of the winner. (laughs) Oh, okay, right. Um, But yeah, I think it was eggs. I think they were making them eat eggs. Would that tie into anything? Eat computer chips, surely. Just chips? Yeah. Having a chip eating competition. Oh, but they're sharp and you could... Just a bucket of hot chips, french fries. Sure, maybe. I know, man. If I'm yeah. at an event like this and I'm watching an eating contest, I don't think I'm too fussed on how it thematically ties into. Things. Okay, <laughs> it's got to be hot dogs. Surely, hot dogs are the mm. only eating con- competition thing, right? A big burger or whatever, yeah, like a huge but that's like burger an with challenge. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's I like, like the idea that because it's not sanctioned, it's like. Some some top brass come past and it's like prohibition era. They have to like you know they push a switch and it's like just turns around a vodka. <laughs> <laughs> We're yeah. just drinking everybody. <laughs> um, but that's cool. That was exciting. Yeah, I don't like I not to throw shade at this company, but I don't like how they're called enforcers. That something about that rubs me sure. the wrong way. They're very yeah. It's the attitude that they have on like the little badges and everything of like. Mm. Drugs aren't cool. Just be careful and like, mm. just write your rules out. Yes. Don't try and be my friend while you're telling me not yeah. to do well, stuff. Well, it's run by it's, this one is run by a, a an online the comic, Penny Arcade comic. Expo. <laughs> yeah, who wouldn't know where to be found? Mm. <laughs> and you go in there and be like, oh, where's the Penny Arcade guys? Yeah. yeah, where's the cartooning booth? Yeah, where's the guy doing uh, a character of me in the style of my favorite comic, Penny yeah. Arcade? Hi there, thanks for doing the Q and A, guys. Um, I wanted to know if you ever met Dilbert. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I... Why is Calvin write, pissing all the time? Yeah. I write my own comic and maybe you guys could read it now <laughs> in front of everyone. Do you think that Garfield um, is in John's mind? I'll take my question <laughs> off the air. <laughs> is it cum that he drinks? Yeah. <laughs> Ask that at every Q&A at PAX, just yep. thinking that they all should be related to comics. Did you Did you guys go... You didn't go to any... Um, any of the shows or any like no. panels or anything like that? It was that? very busy that weekend. It was very lucky I got to go in the morning. Yeah, I went, I was going to go to like the history of Zelda music, but oh, apparently yeah. it was not so much like, here's some of the music and we'll talk about it. It was more just talking about, I think, how it was used in the games. So like right. a, a, a programming oh development sort of perspective. I walked up there and I was like, nah. And then I went home. Sure. Right. Yeah, very a lot of big crowds and stuff. If yeah. you did go, yeah, hope you have fun. Um, I was not there because I was in Perth, and I forgot to say this last week. Mm. Thank you to all the uh, Perth uh, listeners of this podcast who I met while I was doing shows over the weekend. Mm. Beautiful. Once filth. again, lots of uh, yeah, lots of listeners over there. So just quick shout out to them. Nice. Nothing Bye. more to really say on that. <laughs> just, just. Just want people to feel seen. That's I all. I reckon you ran into more of our listeners in Perth than I did at PAX, which seems odd. Yeah. Well, yeah. Considering I ran into none. Well, considering I was there doing a podcast event, it's not that yeah. strange that I would run into yeah. listeners of a different podcast. Yeah. There's like 650,000 people at PAX as well. Yeah. It's way too busy. I yeah. feel like we've run into... When, when we've gone in the past and we've all gone together, mm. I feel like we've run into a few listeners around the place. Yeah. yeah. I mean, last year we did a show. Well, that's true. That helps. That's not really... Yeah, That's pretty funny being up on stage and going like, wow, imagine bumping into all our fans like this. <laughs> that is how we should open our next live show. What are you guys all doing here? I can see it from the look in your eyes that you're big fans of what we do. Um, not much news or anything this week. Other no. Than stuff. A little no. Bit. bit of uproar about the Marvel stuff that we touched on already. Yeah. Um. So people are by and large not into that as a as a game I, game style. I think just flat, just neither way okay. at this point. Yeah, it seems like and microtransactions and loot stuff. Yeah, uh, it's all. It, I think people are just like, 
yeah, it's going to happen in most games. We now have to either engage with it or not, and that right. is the way that we are voting on this. Right. Because um, even like EEA seems to be pulling back on that a little bit. Yeah. Well, speaking of wallet voting, um, <laughs> in the US, all the sort of Blizzard stuff, Nintendo, the the thing, like we talked about this a bit last week. Mm. I hadn't read what the LeBron news was. I thought he'd come out in support of Hong Kong too. Opposite. No, no, opposite, yeah. yeah he, he, he called the guy uneducated on the issue. Crazy. Mm. Anyway, like, what a, anyway. He's got a lot of money tied up yeah, in he's that. To- so. Of course he's towing the company line because yeah. it's like, he's the biggest name in that company at this yeah. point. Mm. Anyway. Uh, Nintendo like did a lot of distancing themselves from it all because Overwatch is coming out soon. Right. They were going to have a big launch event at the New York Nintendo store and cancelled that. Right. They tweeted out... Well, Blizzard cancelled it. Nintendo tweeted like, sorry to anyone who's coming, the event has been cancelled by Blizzard. Right. Da-da-da-da-da. They're offering refunds for Overwatch and all this sort of stuff. Like they're, 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 And heaps of other companies, I can't remember all of who, Mm. came and like put sort of uh, foot forward statements on their position with this kind of thing. Right. Whether or not they would ban someone for... Taking a political statement stance. (coughs) Oh, that guy. Right, right, right. I was wondering what what the link is between them just holding an event at the Nintendo store. So, yeah, it was cancelled because people are mad at Blizzard because of that thing. So, if you didn't Uh, listen last week or went across... Blizzard were the ones who took the... the, uh, they They banned the guy for six months... Because he said a pro Hong Kong thing at an yeah. uh, event that right. they were streaming. Yeah. yeah, right. And so they they pulled out of the event because they thought we're going to get too much blowback and yes. not be like which they are getting. <laughs> yeah, right. So right. their yeah. BlizzCon thing is meant to be happening on the second of November, right? Mm. Which is where it seems, by all accounts, they'll be announcing Diablo Four. Because remember last year they did that the Diablo mobile game, mobile game and yeah. everyone was like, what the fuck? Because like the tickets they sell to that thing are like two hundred dollars or something to watch it on a stream. Yeah, shit like that. So Which, there was more up up uproar about that than there was about the China uh, Hong Kong stuff. I don't know. I guess there's a there's a lot of both. Yeah, people are pretty fucking mad about this. I reckon it's different people. <laughs> I'm going to say possibly, but like at the same time, it's like there's genuine like well, we're fucking done with you as a company. Stuff yeah, because like yeah, it's getting more and more to the point where. Companies across everywhere, not just video games, but entertainment is one of the first things because it's a big lucrative market that entertainment, for whatever reason, people have more of a moral kind of, I feel, um, they put more of a moral uh, expectation on entertainment companies yeah, because mm-hmm. what they're putting out has a point of view. Right. Because it's works right. of art. It's, it's communication. It's, right. It's, uh, yeah. So when a film is censored or a game is changed or something like that, it does seem more egregious than just uh, a company that makes fucking vases working with China. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, so I right, guess that's right. why they're at this front line of people going like, is it okay to be how we are with this fucking government right mm. now? So I don't, it's all weird, and yeah, a bunch of companies came through. I can't remember. I don't have a list, but um, a lot of them were saying people can say what they want, mm. and like there were a few that were like, I think Riot Games, who are the League of Legends people, who right. have had a whole bunch of shit about them with their work culture and like mm-hmm. whether or not there's like a sexism problem there and stuff like that, said something that I'm not going to try and half remember. <laughs> yes. That was very much looked down upon by most people. I'm going to look it up just in case. In terms of being Hong- pro-China. Or being pro, hey, if we want to tell people not to say stuff on our platforms, we're allowed to. Okay, right. right. Pr- being pro-censorship. I guess so. Let me look it up. And you guys talk amongst yourselves. Just quickly, Adam. So BlizzCon is November the 2nd. Yeah. When we were at the front of your house, I was talking about my art exhibition that's coming up. And you said, oh, that starts on November 2nd, doesn't it? Did you think my art exhibition was BlizzCon? (laughs) I I thought that you were drawing... uh, (laughs) You thought that there were going to be... Nude Overwatch (laughs) characters. He's thinking about people picketing an event. He's like, well, it's probably Tommy's exhibition. Offensive content. (laughs) Okay, so I've got The right to censor. <laughs> there was news that Riot was telling its um, casters for an event that, that was happening uh, in Taiwan. Yes. Not to say the words Hong Kong. Right. Okay. But they have said that that isn't true. So okay. it seems as though that is not true. Okay. We want to correct some confusion that uh, we are seeing regarding our coverage of Hong Kong Attitude, which is uh, a, a, a team from Taiwan. Oh, okay. Play it, I believe. <laughs> Very glad you clarified that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As you can see from our official uh, Twitter, Twitter account, 
We refer to their team interchangeably by both their full name and their tricode abbreviation HKA. Okay, so they thought people were calling them HKA to avoid saying Hong Kong. Right. As we routinely do with all the teams okay, that are consistent. Right, right, ecosystem. right. Anyway, it seems there's a lot of people The members who are on of edge. Hong Kong Attitude have all been assassinated by secret Chinese military. <laughs> oh, no. Just by coincidence. Um, there was like a US senator who wrote a handwritten thing to the CEO of Activision Blizzard being like, hey, you, this, you run an American company, fuckhead. Mm. Mm. You can't do this. Like, yeah. What a mess. So do you think the BlizzCon will go ahead? Yeah, do it has to. It's, it has it's to? It's too late it's in It's too now. big of a thing. Yeah, right. I would imagine they address it all. Yeah. They fucking kind of have to. Yeah. yeah. I don't imagine that it will be to a satisfactory degree. I think no, they'll announce Diablo is. 4 and in two months, people won't remember this anymore. Right. It About two months ago, it was revealed that a pedophile ring controls the world and mm. they assassinated mm. one of them had been caught. When was the last time you heard someone talk about that? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I, like, mean, I, this I, do go, I do go pretty deep on media that is obsessed with that. So I feel like I'm <laughs> keeping up to date on all matters sure. related to that. But I, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. In the ongoing uh, NBA side of things, Shaq came out in support of the guy who originally tweeted the pro Hong Kong thing. So Shaq uh, is, uh, yeah, it's more, more um, moral. Good. More of moral uh, um, um, worth than LeBron. <laughs> That I would have assumed anyway. Yeah. And he's won more titles, I think, as well. So yeah. Is that LeBron Space Jam still coming out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is cool. it really? I feel like they've been talking about that for like 10 years. Mm. I think they were filming in the off-season and the season just started. So maybe it'll come out like towards playoffs or something. Oh, boy. Yeah. Sure. I also feel like those that era of films where humans and cartoons collide. Yes. When it was like sort of technically more impressive that that was... That that was they were able to kind of pull that off and make right. it look convincing, and now it's like, yeah, so it fucking should look good. You can do that on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can make that happen on an iPad. Why don't yeah. you CGI LeBron out of this? <laughs> Come on and respect the government. <laughs> Welcome to the beautiful government. <laughs> um, yeah, well, it sounds like Pax was a great time. Yeah, boys. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, cool. I got a little bit of a workout walking around it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of workouts, uh oh. Tommy's been playing Little Town Hero. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to talk about that first. Whatever way. What What do you want to talk about, Ben? I don't want to talk about Little Town Hero at all. Really? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I hate it. I've played it again really? today. I, I think it's bad. I wish that I hadn't bought it digitally so I could get a refund. Oh, man. Uh, I think it sucks. Well, I think it's not for me. Hey, okay. what, what are your issues? Uh, in alphabetical order. Oh, wow. Oh, art style. Okay. Don't like the art style at all. Second, I hate the art box. <laughs> ah, fuck. <laughs> um, no, that, yeah, I don't like the art. I don't like the, the dialogue writing. I don't like how it feels to play. The gameplay itself, I don't like. Right. What are um, you doing? It's just like a, a very general RPG kid trying to get into a castle, become a big soldier. and Right. You're running around, getting into battles. Talking to people. I'm not really at this point. I just gave up very quickly. Right. Yeah, the big point of difference is the combat in it. Which I do like. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I think the combat is great. I definitely... I like the art style. Mm. A lot of other things about it, yeah, the writing is very baseline. It's so slow to get going. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's, it's... This was made by the Pokemon people. Yeah, right? game, yeah. game Freak. Okay, this mm. this all makes yeah. sense. Mm. It's frustrating because I think the content, uh, the content, the combat <laughs> is really great. Yes, trapped in, th- not the best package for it. Like you know, if there had been a word, and what what's annoying about you know gaming in the world in general now is like this game has been getting review bombed on Metacritic because people you know diehard Pokemon fans think that the fact that Game Freak worked on this. Has been to the detriment of like oh, right. people oh, like think that's that, like, why the rest of the Pokemon aren't in there. One hundred percent. That's right. what people think, God. which is just a very immature way of looking at things and, mm. and then responding to things. But I mean, that's the same thing of going like George R. R. Martin better fucking release those books before he dies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or you're not entitled to their time. Yes. Yeah, you can't, like. But at the same time, you know, we and you know, who knows what the game will be like. But we've we've all been pretty underwhelmed by what we've seen of Pokemon so far. Mm. It looks like more of the same. And certainly from a business point of view, I can kind of understand that decision. But like imagining this combat, which is like very inventive and unique, you know, in a larger game like a Pokemon, you know, where it had kind of revitalized the series or whatever. Mm. 
It's kind mm. of interesting to think about what is the combat. It's not well. <clears throat> I think it's integration in a game like this is relatively unique, but it's sort of it's very like uh, card. It's like card a card game, game. combat. Yeah, okay. it's like points for attack, points for defense, choosing when to play them. Breaking down your opponent's cards. Once they're all broken, you win. Right. You got hearts, so it's like a few rounds, basically. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming you collect the cards or the, develop the moves. Uh, the you time? kind of yeah. You you kind of skill tree thing kind of changes right. the stats of them, and you have like a set number of um, like kind of each little card thing is worth a different number of points. You have a number of points that you know add up to like how many cards you can play right. in a turn. So you got twenty points. A card might cost six, and it's powerful. A card might cost one, and it's not that. That powerful. sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, maybe you got like a a card that does a strange status effect or something like that. Yeah, maybe I flipped a table halfway through because I'm like, well, you know what? I win now. Yeah. <laughs> Cards are all on the ground. Yeah, so you pick them up. Mm. Who's the winner now? Fifty two pickup. Great game. And there's a few yeah, things a like that. <laughs> there's a few things in there like if you break all of your opponent's cards, you then get the chance to knock a heart off them Mm. but you need to have an attack card kind of like in play that you haven't you you know all these things like kind of using your power to sort of like put this card into play but not necessarily using it then to hang Mm. on for down the line it all does become quite intricate and i am really liking that bit of it but i i have heard that it once it gets going a bit more it's a bit more enjoyable but it just has this absolute Glacial oh. pace. Yeah. So is it just like the old man, elder of the village, coming up and giving you forty uninteresting things that he says? It's more you like walk to wherever, it, or it's kind of less than that. It's just like you you have a friend and you like walk to one guy and he's like, "Hello, I'm the guy who's well train you," and then you do a bit of training and then it's like, "Remember yesterday when you walk up to me and had another conversation that was essentially the same thing?" Right. And then they flat. It's like yeah. it's just very poorly done. It's right. just super, super RPG tropey. Which mm. having played a few kind of JRPGs in a row now, it's like I'm generally fine to just kind of let myself go with the writing and just be like, "Oh, well, whatever," and kind of let it wash over me. But mm. once you've had a few too many in a row, it's like, my God, this is so jarring. Yes. And yeah. I, like, I like the setup of it all being set in this one town. I think that's kind of cool. Oh, you also have, there's like another element to the combat where you're kind of like moving around this board, like you're mm. moving to different spaces in the town after each turn. And on different spaces, there's like different townsfolk and different little gimmicks that kind of can help you for that turn that'll right. give you stat boosts or do an extra special move or what have you. So there's kind of an extra element in there. It's good. I really like the combat, but yeah, the the whole, I, I, you know, I like the art style. Like it's right up my alley. Probably mm. not surprising to anyone who's listened to 10 minutes of this podcast <laughs> before or seen a picture of the game. But the, yeah, just the rate at which it is chugging along. Like I'm enjoying it and I keep finding it like most of this week I've sat down and gone, oh, I'll play a bit more now and then just kind of thought of like, Oh, I guess I'm going to have to sit through a bunch of fucking yeah. tedious convo. Yeah. Um, I do want to persevere with it because, yeah, getting into the getting into the rhythm of the combat and mm-hmm. kind of like working that out, I found very satisfying. Right. It's just, it's it's more, it just feels like, I don't know, maybe they'll do a sequel and kind of have nutted and, you know, mm. sped up those processes or like this in a different package would be a little more yeah. appealing. It needed a bit more refinement to it or whatever it is, but yeah. Because it was quite cheap, relatively speaking. It is relatively cheap, yeah. It was like 30, 40 bucks or something. Yeah, something like that. it's 40, maybe, yeah. Yeah. And it feels like it should be $8 and on an iPad. Like, that that is the aesthetic. Mm. And, like, I think the aesthetic has a lot to to say for the enjoyment of a game like this because outside of the combat, an RPG is just aesthetic. So yeah, that's I don't true. Know, that, uh, it's yeah, it's not for me, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's very simplistic. I don't think it's it's kind of it feels like it's trying to be very like pleasing and calming mm. and very bright palettes and everything. No, that's not to say that that automatically means it's to all tastes, but it's definitely not going for it. Mm. Like I think yeah, iPad style of art direction is like a very fair assessment. Mm. Like it's very, and yeah, totally. Like if if something has the look of something that's should be significantly cheaper. Yeah. That's always going to be pretty jarring. But it's, you know, I've read, I've kind of gotten fascinated by it, like reading a lot of different reviews and it's like people skew pretty wildly on it. Some mm. people are like, oh, it's such a breath of fresh air in the JRPG genre. It's great. 
Um, a lot of people like way more hung up on these flaws that we've talked about. So I definitely think like, you know, wait for a price drop and, mm. you know, have a crack if you like kind of different interesting combat in your JRPGs and you've looked at screenshots and the art style doesn't turn you off, like mm. maybe you'll really enjoy it. Um because, yeah, I, I do want to keep going with it. I probably am going to play a bit more of it tonight because, yeah, getting in a little run of the combat, like I said, mm. like it took me a couple of battles to kind of work out exactly how it worked with playing the cards and everything. And once I once I worked that out, I was like all of a sudden enjoying it a lot more. Yeah. But, yeah. I wish there was a demo of it because I'm still playing the demo of Dragon Quest Eleven. Oh, yeah, right. And I switched immediately from Little Town Hero to that mm-hmm. and... I'm still enjoying that. Like, I'm not loving it. I know that you love it, Tommy. Mm. Really, really connected with it strongly. I like it. It's it's very tropey in a way that I'm probably more into, but still I'm like, I've seen this a million times. Right. But, uh, well, that, yeah. Well, it, it is a really good comparison because I do feel, like like I was saying, like the tropey stuff in Little Town Hero sticks out and it is like, oh my god, this is so naff. Mm-hmm. Whereas, yeah, Dragon Quest Eleven has a lot of those same tropes, but for whatever reason, it's just easier to find mm. it charming. Yeah, I don't know. I don't quite know why that is. I think the writing is like a, a, a level up above. Yeah, Little that's Town fair. Hero. I think the aesthetic is 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 to my taste. Mm-hmm. Flat out is, as opposed to it. The writing in Little Town Hero is is, and again, it's not like this is the most important part of the game, but it does start to stick out. <laughs> It's it, everyone's dialogue is literally like you're. It, it's like you're writing a scene with someone and you're plotting out the scene, and it's like so. Then you'd say, um, <laughs> yeah. "Come over here," and then he'd go, I, "I don't want to." And then you know, when you actually come to writing dialogue, you're like, "We've got to think of more interesting ways to just say <laughs> those." Right. Yeah. It's literally like, y- "Yeah, what are you going to do today?" I'm going to go into town. Okay, mm. go into town then. It's just like yeah. the most like no no source in any of the dialogue whatsoever. Yeah, it, and weirdly translated, there's like spelling and grammar mistakes in the in the text from time to time. I think because your character is a child everyone talks to you as if you were are a child which i found extremely grating and difficult <laughs> right. to get that's into that's giving it too much credit <laughs> i think that's just the quality of the writing makes it seem possibly that way. yeah sure yeah. that like assuming that someone went what if everyone talks to you like a little kid i think is like uh, 100% more thought than what has gone into any of the dialogue choices yeah fair enough maybe but yeah uh yeah if you've played it let us know what you think of it yeah um I, I, I can't in good conscience recommend it, but it, yeah, like Tommy said, if there's a price drop or if there is a demo available at some point, yeah, maybe give it a crack. Yeah, maybe you're fascinated enough to give it a crack because yeah. certainly it's doing something interesting. That's the, yeah. A demo would be perfect or a price drop because I do think it is worth mm. having a crack at because it's yeah. the combat is yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah, you, you, there is a chance that you will love the combat because yeah. it, is, it is very unique. And if yeah. you do love it. Don't just sit on your ass all day and play it. You need to move around. You need to be a bit active. <laughs> Is there anything else I could segue away from this to? No, I'm out. <laughs> thwarted once before. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you, you win this time, Mr. Segwayer. Uh, Ring Fit Adventure. The other Switch game. Not much else out this week. No. Um, no. There's a game called Disco Elysium that I want to play. Oh, yeah. It's like a... Uh, RPG that's meant to be quite funny. Okay. Um, but I haven't touched it. I haven't had time for anything this week other mm-hmm. than a little bit of Ring Fit Adventure. Mm. Yeah, so this came out on Friday. I didn't... I, I knew I wasn't going to have any time to u- play it over the weekend. So I thought, oh, well, go in on Monday, get it in the city. Yeah. I go in and blow me down. <laughs> Sold out. It, I had the exact same experience. And then you start getting online. Yeah. And you're like... No JB Hi-Fi's in the city have it. Yep. No Target's in the city have it. Yeah. I was on the bloody Big W website trying to oh, see if they have kind yeah. of inventory on their webpage. EB Games was sold out in, in most stores mm. except one, mm. which it turned out. So I got it. I went to EB Games. I did a click and collect. Oh, yeah. I went in. Got to go in. $475 later, you've got this game that's 120 at JB. Yeah. I, I mean, it. it's expensive to make a firm stick. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the Docklands EB Games. Ah. That is a strange place. Brutal. Where's the one in Dock? Oh, Docklands, right. Like, yeah, so yes. in that shopping centre thing there yeah. near the wheel? Yes. I went to a mini golf there not that long ago. There's a mini golf place. I wouldn't there. be did surprised. Did we talk about it on the pod? I think so. Yeah, we did. Oh, yes. there, there was the thing of Rolf Harris. 
We yes. didn't, we didn't yeah. talk about that. Oh, really? No. Oh. We talked about you hating mini golf. We didn't talk about the oh. Harris. Which mini golf, which chain is it? Was it, it was called like Neon Golf. I don't oh, think oh maybe chain. we didn't talk about it. Yeah. No, it was you that went to I Holy went to Holy Moly, Moly for a yeah. work thing. Yeah. Oh, I might have talked about it somewhere else because, yeah. I, I went, went to Holy there. Moly and Rolf Harris was there. Oh. I don't like Holy <laughs> Moly. I don't hate mini golf. Okay. I don't like Holy Moly. Okay, that's, that's right. what we talked about. Neon yeah. Golf wasn't great, um, but it was fine. mini golf. And there was one. You're doing the rounds. Get a load of hat. Happy Gilmore over here. <laughs> it's weird for it not to be outdoors. Anyway, the um, I went to a great one in uh, I think Lakes Entrance, an outdoors one. It was yeah. really nice. Yeah, yeah. that's a thing good shitty just old yes. school one is great. Oh, well, yeah. so this one was that sort of thing, but it was all indoors and kind of like UV paint. <laughs> So oh, it was all dark right, and sure. bright, neon golf. Like a laser uh, kind tag. Of, yeah. Center. Well, the first sort of section was, and then there was a section that was like Australiana. <laughs> okay. And so Yuck. there was like uh, a man shitting in a dunny and you had to hit the ball in between his legs oh, and stuff I hate like that. that. Yeah. But there I was I thought a that wall. was a joke. That's real? That's real. Fuck there it. Was, there's a wall. <laughs> I, did I say that on this podcast or a different podcast? I've said this somewhere 100 <laughs> I've not heard this before. Mm. Just was... quickly, I also love that our review of Ring Fit Adventure has pivoted into talk about <laughs> mini golf, the most unathletic sport that exists. <laughs> well, because oh, yes. there was there was a, a wall with paintings of like Australian heroes. Uh-huh. Clearly painted about 15 years ago mm-hmm. uh, or even more because it was like yeah, Neighbours era Kylie. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> but Docklands hasn't been there for that long. So no, no, that old. no, no. The that Kylie shopping one you could kind well. of give a pass and be sure. like, that's like throwback, yeah. like kitsch, yeah. you know. Uh, Warney was okay. Shane Warm was yeah. on there. Still it was relevant. like um, yeah, yeah. Paul Hogan, uh-huh. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then there was one character Here we go. with his face all scratched out. His face was all rubbed out and someone had written the word evil and pointed at him. Oh. No. Underneath, still visible, he was holding a wobble board. No <laughs> way. Yeah. Oh, wow. Rolf. So they just scratched out his face. They didn't even paint over him. But this just is- like on grass, just paint over yeah. him green. We need to go back and work out a timeline here. So, yeah, how long, how long would this... When did Rolf get arrested? It was like three years ago or something. Really? I thought it was longer ago. than that. Ma- okay. It was definitely less than seven. I was going to say seven. Yeah, I reckon it's seven. It was uh, well. It was less than how long have I been doing comedy? It was less than that. Do you think that? Um, do you think that this place has like that's their cover up job, I or do you they, think that that's an incensed like you know that's graffiti? No, they scrub the face out and then really? someone else wrote someone evil. else has written it. Right? Like, okay, that yeah. is just what there's. Mm. There's, I mean, there's so many things you could do with that. Yeah. Paint over it. Or just like, yeah, change his face. It's a painting. Yeah, Change it to exactly. someone else. He's still got a human body. Yeah. Like change it to, I don't know, like a, a religious figure or something. Just turn the wobble board in, like, into a, them holding a photo of something. Yeah. And then yeah. Edit the face. Mr. Yeah. Squiggle. Draw a big nose on him that's a pencil and he's holding an upside down picture. Yeah. Well, even if you just want to look at, you know, what was the distinguishing facial features of Rolf Harris? The bit of a bit thing. of a beard, like kind of goatee have, and glasses. Yeah. You could get a, you, you know. Turn you that could, into, the, into Colonel Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you turn that into Colonel Sanders. Yeah, and he's holding a picture of a drumstick yes. instead of the wobble board. Yeah, I guess Colonel Sanders yeah. looks the same, hey. Yeah. He's got like the white hair, the goatee, kid's dick. It's a three-piece feed. It's three. <laughs> old okay <laughs> ring fit adventure <laughs> ring fit adventure so ben you trek down to the docklands it's a fucking maze that place wait let's very quickly give context for our international listeners oh, it's like okay. they tried important to, part of the review it's where the docks are yeah and they tried to build it into like an inner city suburb and they put up a whole bunch of apartment buildings and stuff and like shops. they uh, i'm assuming they essentially moved away all of the sort of shipping freight businesses all of that moved to a different part of of melbourne yeah. a part yeah. of the bay Concreted over everything that was there mm-hmm. and put up, yeah, a bunch of shitty apartment blocks, a giant Ferris and wheel. Some of them seem nice, but just no one wants to live there. Well, that's that's the thing, yeah. If if they're all um, bland apartment apartments and apartment yeah. blocks, but they're all empty, it just seems weird. It's kind well, of creepy. Well, and the area's empty. So they yeah. really thought this will be the new precinct. People will mm. live here. Mm. People will come here to shop and eat and drink yep. and whatever. And it has just... It's not far from not, the city at all. It's I not can far s- from the city, but I it can feels see it a million miles house. away. Yeah. Yeah. It feels so far away. I can literally like walk there. It's a 20-minute walk from my house. And there's a cinema there, so it's pretty handy. A mm-hmm. bunch of trams go there. Yeah, like. there, there's a bunch of shops there. But there's also a bunch of empty shop fronts, yeah. a lot, yeah. like entire wings. If you're thinking of a mall, 
I was walking down the entire wings of a mall that were empty shop fronts. Like, yeah, right. maybe opening soon. Maybe we just closed down. It's really creepy. weird place. Yeah. The great failed Costco. experiment of Melbourne. Costco's down Costco there. Is yeah. there. That's the best. Costco is really there. put it on the map. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. There's and a then we have our uh, yeah. we have a Melbourne Eye with a big Ferris wheel yeah. that like melted almost immediately after they set it up. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, it takes I, like forty five minutes to go around. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks nice. I get the best. I'm gonna get aspect of it. Yeah, I reckon. I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna buy that Ferris wheel. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> um, anyway, so the scene is set. So now, listeners, you've got that. Now, picture <laughs> a young Ben Vanell strolling down the street. Yeah. Honestly, looking around bewildered. Mm. Um, but eventually I get there, I walk in, I have a chat to the to the woman working there. She's like, This actually was like someone else's thing. Um they reserved they reserved a bunch of shit, including this, the ring fit thing. Yeah. Um and then eventually they they called me and said, I actually bought it somewhere else. So this was part of the original you know, bunch the original batch of ring fit adventures. That every other one had sold out. Right. She put it back online, and I assume I just got it immediately because she had like thirty people coming in a day, Whoa. going, "I want to. Can we buy the ring fit? Where's the ring fit?" Wow. And apparently, they got like a thousand of them in a warehouse somewhere, mm. but they're only letting them out four at a time. Ah. So uh, that uh, Nintendo um, artificial restricted deliberate. supply thing, it's it's deliberate. Yeah. Uh. So that was, I thought, was really interesting. All of that stuff that people say about the SNES Classic Mini, mm. all of the peripherals and the weird games and stuff, they are all artificially limited by Nintendo. Uh, right? well, are they? I mean, I guess you could say that it's likely that they all are, but we don't know that they all are, I guess. Uh, yeah, maybe not, but I think this but was coming... This, for whatever reason. This was coming from... Because they knew, obviously they knew... That, that this, could also be EB's decision... No, guess, apparently like, this is coming from Nintendo. Right. Well, also what yeah. I would say is if every store in the city only got four, and I was looking on, yeah, we both were looking yeah. on these websites of these big chains mm. that were all of them around the CBD, and I was putting my postcode in and mm. it was showing me places like so, so far away. So even if that's a lot of stores, mm-hmm. even if that is only four at a time, that is a lot for something that they haven't been pushing too hard. It's not sure. like a big game for them. Like it's it sits in that weird kind of like... Labo sphere mm, where they, I, I think, think they kind we, of feel like, eh, people will just kind of find out about this if they want it. We fit it very well. Yeah. Yes. And this is kind of the spiritual kind of successor to that. And the yeah. Switch has done well as well. It's not like they're selling it to a small base. Yeah. Um, but I got one. Yeah. I got one last night too. I got it, uh, a great tip off from uh, Adam Knox, mm-hmm. the uh, delivery power of mm. Amazon Prime and how quickly they can get a package into your hot little hands. I oh, crossed yeah. that picket line. <laughs> Um, But yeah I haven't had much time to play it I've played maybe 15 minutes of it Before you came here today Yeah I think that's how much time I've had to play as well Yeah Uh, I got it less than 24 hours ago So I'm bad in the same Mm -hmm. So we can't really review I guess the the game (laughs) as much Like you (laughs) Right right It's simple kind of it's not simple. It's a lot more complex than mm. I thought it would be. I've yeah. done some of the mini games and just the actual functions you can use this thing for are more varied than I thought they'd be. Yeah. Yes. Well, let's give broad strokes and then we can maybe check in with it next week. Sure. If we've yeah. had the time to kind of get into a little regular kind of exercise routine. With yeah. It. Which is, I think, what all of us want to do with it, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. That's my intention. So, yeah, uh, the the setup and everything, the presentation, uh, you know, very charming, very mm-hmm. nice UI and everything like that. Asks you a bunch of stuff like your age and your weight and then how uh, intense you want it to be. Mm. Well, and before that, it tells you how to put this stuff on. And yes. like you, you, first thing you do is obviously touch all the physical things, which you've got a leg wrap yep. mm-hmm. that you put the left Joy-Con into and that goes on your left thigh and that tracks how your leg's moving. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the right it, Joy-Con. It also provides a bit of feedback as well. Right. It gives you like a little buzz yeah. or whatever when it needs you to do something or like... um. And it knows what like angle it's pointed at and stuff. Mm. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, like just even at the main menu, you can just run on the spot and <laughs> yeah. it'll tell you what speed you're doing. Oh, cool. Yeah, I yeah. Didn't, I didn't see that. And yeah. then you've got the ring con mm-hmm. itself, which the right Joy-Con slots into, and you can squeeze it, you can pull it, and you can twist it on all its axes, yep. and it'll yep. respond to those inputs. So it's used for like there's a mini game where you basically play whack a mole, but on like a uh, round, so there's an inner circle and an outer circle, ah, and you cool. twist it, 
to move your double pistoned kind of whacker. Oh, one sure. One on either side, and you push in to whack the ones on the inside. You pull out to whack the ones on the outside. Oh, that's sick. Stuff like that, where it, and the resistance ah. feels really nice. It feels yes. really well built. Yeah, it it feels very very sturdy because you're yeah. really squeezing this like one of those uh, resistance mich- like you know training things. Yeah, and. It, yeah, it feels really, really strong and really well put together. Well, at the start, it kind of measures your uh, strength mm. and it gets you to really go for it with it. Yeah. It's like push this as hard as you can. Yeah. And it's got a little thing kind of counting up on the screen, like showing you how you know how hard you're pushing it. Mm. And you really do feel like, oh, right, I guess I've got to... Which is like, yeah, good to know that you don't have to worry. Like it yeah, shows no. you early on. It's like this thing's like super durable. You yep. can shove this thing. And it's got nice little sort of soft pads for your hands. Yeah. Mm. It feels great. It mm. feels really nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's interesting that you've done the minigames and stuff. Because all I've done, I just went straight in on the adventure mode. Or the, yeah, called. there's like the adventure, there's minigames, there's like some just exercises and you can do. And then there's like a workout routine mm. thing, yeah. like a program. Right, right. Um. Yeah. Oh, and so a lot of what you do in the adventure mode, at least, is uh, jogging on the spot. Mm-hmm. But it also gives you an option if you're in, if you live in an environment where you can't make that much noise or whatever it is, you like can sub them out for I squats. Guess. Right. You can just do like mm-hmm. yeah, quicker squats or whatever. Cool. Um. But yeah, I felt confident enough in my being able to jog on the spot yes. ability and it not be too loud. Yeah, me too. I'm ground floor apartment, tiled yep. floor. I'm I'm jogging. I'm I've jogging got downstairs neighbours. I would probably not jog in here. Not at night time. Yeah, well, yes. I guess. Yeah, not I at could wear socks. But if you're in socks and you're just like controlling, like you're trying to be as light on your feet as you can, I don't yeah. think you'll make that much noise. You won't we'll make that see. much clomping around. Uh, I hear clumping upstairs. Yeah, and they're not doing an exercise I routine. Think just <laughs> yeah, but if you're staying to on right. your toes and you're focusing on landing softly, that's meant to really be a better workout how, as well, as yeah. Right? yeah. Like to, to focus on that stuff. We'll see. But is it easy to switch between the two? Can you just do it at any time? Oh, I don't uh, know. I actually don't know. Yeah, that's what I'll need to look into because I'd like to do both. Maybe yeah. level to level, I don't know. Yeah. But so, yeah, I've played the first two levels of the adventure mode. I think you've done three, Ben, you were yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. The first, it's like you got there's worlds, like a platformer. And there's the first one has three. It's an intro one, a middle one where they introduce a few more. That's where you have the mini... There's battle things? The second level introduces actual battles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and also, upon reflection, it's pretty unfair of us to be talking about how tropey the story of Little Town Hero <laughs> is. Because <laughs> this is... Yeah. I mean, who cares? But <laughs> it is very, like... It's it's uh, it's more it's honestly more than I expected in Same. some ways it's it's better executed it is extremely simple but graphically yeah. it looks better than I thought yes like you yes. Be- you begin your character you like make a little avatar and then your character is like in a forest and mm. just the amount of kind of detail in the environment around you is like you know the trees are moving mm. and different coloured grass and it stretches back pretty far. It's like a fair bit more going on than I expected out of it. Yeah, you half expect it to be like the background of a karaoke thing of yeah. like swirling rainbow dust and shit. But right. it's like, no, it's good. It's, it's, it's yeah, I, I think it looks really nice. So this standard- definitely describes itself as well as uh, a long-term fitness plan in the setting of a fantasy adventure or something yeah. like that. Yeah, like yeah, It yeah. is like, hey, this is a fitness thing first. That's accurate. That's one hundred percent accurate. Yeah. Right. So in the two levels that I've played, the kind of format is you are jogging on the spot to make the character move along the screen. You're holding just in them, a straight line, or just in you, a straight yes, line. You don't, yeah. Uh, right. You don't yeah. You don't direction. control movement except for you've got the ring in front of you, and if you tilt it to the, if you tilt it in any direction and then squeeze it, you can like fire a beam, so right. you can like break crates and stuff like that, Pants open doors. Dragoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if you tilt it downwards and then squeeze, you'll jump. You'll fire a blast of air into the ground and jump. So the second level I was in had more bits where you were yeah. having to like and kind of time it properly because there's kind of a line of coins that you know you won't get all of them if you right. you know if you do, do too early or whatever. Um, and then you get into the uh, oh, it does a little thing at the end of the level where it gets you to like kind of strike a victory pose yes. where you like squat and then like put the ring up into the air. Mm-hmm. Um, then in the second level, you get into the battles. Yeah, little fitness battles. Yeah. So you run into an enemy and it got like a... And uh, the fitness battles are basically different exercises. So to reduce this enemy's health and beat them, you have to do initially, I think the first one is squats. Well, you choose. Right. You get... So you basically, you have a list of exercises and it tells you like what the... 
Attack. I think you unlock them though. I think initially, you unlock more as you yeah, go on. it's yeah. squats. There's overhead presses. I think maybe the first. Yeah. And are they for the like different types of enemy? Like, are there like this will poison an enemy? No, but I believe as you go on, you oh, do really? have to like pick. You do yeah. it. They certain certain attacks are gonna affect certain enemies differently. That's yeah. interesting because initially it's not. It's just like you just do these ones. After you've done, say, like 20 reps of squats, you ca- you have to choose a- the next one. Right. And you can't do squats again. So you go from that to the overhead presses where you've got to squeeze the thing in. Uh, and then you can go back to the squats and each little rep takes some health off the enemy. Okay. And it yeah. and it, the battles with enemies, they last a while. Like yes. you do, well, certainly in the setting I have it on and everything, you do a fair bit before you do any kind of, yeah. before you finish. Like I had to do, I think, two or three. like. Yep. Different exercises with each enemy before it was dead. Oh, and then when it's their turn to attack, you do an ab guard oh, yeah. where you kind of hold the, you turn the ring around and you kind of push it into your chest against oh. your abs and you're kind of like squeezing it back into your abs, right. tightening your abs to kind of hold the ring in place and then squeezing against it as hard as you can. Okay. And the harder you're doing that, mm. the more damage you will absorb from the enemy. Well, let's check in next week, hey, with how we, what we actually think of the game when we've had a bit more yeah. opportunity yeah. to play it. The, obviously, the, the boss battle is just, it's all battle. Yeah. There's a lot, there's more, it introduces a lot more different exercises, which I think is really good. Having the relief of like, I don't have to do squats because I'm finding squats really hard to do. Squats are brutal, yeah. And you have to do them a bunch in that second level. But like, there's uh, yoga poses get introduced. Yeah. So, like, sort of like lying down and sort of bringing your legs up to tense your your stomach muscles. Right. That gets introduced really quickly. It's interesting how much it can track with just these two. Bits of equipment. Yeah. That's the big thing you notice in stuff like this now too is like how much the idea of like motion control has cut. Where it, it knows how you're moving. Like yeah. It, yeah. when you're doing these attack things, it is – because it for the squats, it'll get you to – it'll get you to go into the squat pose and then hold it for as long as you can and then release. And mm. so you timing that perfectly is mm. what di- dictates the damage. Right. And then it towards the back end of that attack cycle, it gets you to kind of speed it up. Yeah. Um, it's very good at technique. It's very good mm-hmm. at like making sure that you're doing things correctly. Mm. Like I have noticed a couple of times, I I think I you know I was like not paying. I was like looking at my phone or whatever, and it was like no, you got to make sure you're keeping your back straight. Yeah, like yeah. you're holding the thing so it knows if yes. your yeah. arms are straight, so it knows if your back is straight. Yeah, yeah, which is such an important part of any kind of exercise. Like it is so easy to go into a gym and just fuck around and right. really do yourself. A lot of damage, so it's cool that they've really put the effort into mm. like making sure that you're. It's telling you to get your technique correct and everything. It really like that. emphasizes the posture at the start. Yeah, it's basically like you won't be exercising properly if you don't have a straight back. So yeah. really keep that in mind. And even just like this is beyond any kind of exercise stuff. I just found it really cool, like the interactivity of like you do feel really immersed because you're yeah. you're on the ground doing these like I was doing the chat. Uh, I don't know what you call it. You kind of like you're sitting on the ground and you're like like leg lifts your almost legs into yeah. your chest and like yeah. having to keep your legs elevated. Yeah. And just seeing that reflected on the screen yeah. and it and the thing that I'm doing in the real world having a direct impact on this enemy on the screen feels really cool. Yeah, yeah, feels very it's, immersive it's and very smart. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that as it goes on, there is more. Um, RPG-ish elements in terms of like crafting like potions, which are like <laughs> smoothies in this and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that next week, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Got a bit more actual experience with it. Yeah. Half an hour a day kind of thing. Is that your plan? Like actually do an exercise routine with this? Well, yeah. I mean, I go I to guess, yeah. I go to the gym every day usually, and it's nice to have a little thing that's at home that if for whatever reason I get held up and I can't go, mm. I can kind of be like, oh, you know what? It's fine. I don't have to stress about not going and feeling bad. I can just like chuck this on for that same amount of time. Yeah. yeah. And it did like the half an hour I played it for last night. I was like pretty wiped. It yes. is a good. It's a good workout. Yeah. I so I try and walk for about an hour a day in total. And having this on the top of that, which is more muscular stuff, so like core muscle building and, and a little bit more endurance stuff, I think I'm going to do maybe like 15 minutes a day, mm-hmm. I guess. But yeah, yeah. I'm going to do it every day. Yeah. yeah. 
worth checking out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that's maybe the main thing people want to know is, is it a good exercise and is it a fun package? And so far, I think we can say, yeah. It's definitely good equipment. Yeah. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I think that's just about us done for another week on Filthy Casuals. Thanks for joining us, guys. Um, we've recorded the premium episode about the history of oh, rareware. Oh, yes. That'll be Camp. up soon. Bandcamp yes. episode. Filthycasualspod.bandcamp.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, that was it's a ripper. Not up until next week on Bandcamp. If mm-hmm. you're on um, the Patreon thing, then it'll be uh, on the right Patreon thing. It'll be up. Yes. Friday. Cool. Sure. I reckon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be soon, but it's mm. done. It's it's in the can, so it, to speak. It is. Um, so check that out. Which Head is over. tomorrow when you're listening to this. Tomorrow. It should be up tomorrow, maybe Saturday. Right. We'll see. Right. Um, you can support us on Patreon if you like the show and you'd Ooh, like yeah. to chip in. You get a bonus episode every week uh, where we talk about different things of pop culture or at least we aim to and sometimes we get sidetracked <laughs> and just talk about other dumb stuff. Yeah. Um, filthycasuals.com.au is where you can find the links to all that stuff. Guys, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. And as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals. Thank you for listening here in our town. What are you going to do today? Are you going to listen again? <laughs> Thank you for listening again. See you later from our town. I'm doing that little town hero thing. Free Hong Kong. <laughs> God, that'd be nice. <laughs> My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.